Look, I treated you like a child for having feelings. Maybe because that's, you know, when I stopped having them. Let me tell you how my mind works, guys and gals. I had a thought the other day. When I was driving to work, I drove past just a, just a bunch of homeless people taking up all the pretty area down by the river. I thought to myself, man, I wish I could just make all these homeless people who will never get their lives back, just make them disappear. So they're not just lingering and lounging down by the river for fucking free when I pay taxes in two states. And then I thought to myself, well, I don't want to make the people who will get their lives back together disappear. So we'll keep them. But what if the people who will get their lives back together, what if the fact that they're around the other people that aren't going to get their lives together, what if they need them? What if the people who aren't going to get their lives together are the reason that the people who will get their lives together get their lives together? And if I take away the people who won't get their lives together, then the people who will get their lives together won't get their lives together at all. And that's how my fucking brain works, guys. This is why I'm so mentally exhausted all the time. Hey, guys. Enjoy the fucking show. Give me some water. I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of It's Funny You'd Say That Podcast. I'm Travis. Welcome back. If it's your first time, I was going to throw a diss your way, but actually thanks for listening. Um, Yeah. So, I don't know how long this one's going to be because according to the weather app where I currently reside... It is supposed to be 113 fucking degrees today. And hey, guys, fuck you. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I'm going to be cranky Trav all weekend. I am going to call into work Monday because there's no way I'm working in my fucking air uh, warehouse. I was going to say air house. Uh, my fucking air house where we fly on jetpacks. Uh, my fucking warehouse at work. Uh, I think it's supposed to be 111 maybe. Uh, fuck that. Fuck that. Not doing it. So I'm calling in on Monday. I might keep my son home from from his uh from his thing too. And then we can play all day. But anyway, so I'm not sure how long this episode's going to be, like I previously said. But if you listen to the first story I told at the beginning of the podcast before the mumbo jumbo starts, you know, my mind is chaos. So it's hot and it's like 90, it's 902 exactly in the morning. And we know 
Travi Pie records this at night in his truck. So right now, it's the morning, and I am in my truck recording. I was tr gonna try to get up really early, and naturally, um, I didn't go to bed until 12.30, and then naturally... So my wife and I don't get to snuggle a lot in bed because we started letting our little dog sleep with us. And our little dog sleeps in between us. And she doesn't like to fucking move. So we rarely get to spoon it up. Well, we were spooning it up and we fell asleep that way. So what does Travi do at goddamn four in the morning? Actually, it was probably like three in the morning. Travi starts to fondle, okay? Travi just loves his wife, thinks she's super sexy, and uh, could not help his grabby hands, you know? So we made sweet passions right in the morning, and then uh, went back to bed. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to record my fucking podcast this morning. And I woke up at 8.30, and I jumped out of bed, just lunged out of bed to, to go fucking record this because I just kept thinking tomorrow morning is going to be even worse because it will have already been 113 degrees and I don't care for this. So, so we're just going to get going. We're going to do this guys. I was driving on the freeway the other day. A lot of thoughts come to me while driving. I was driving Cars that cut in front of you on streets or the highway and then get upset at you when you're riding their ass because you're in the fast lane and they're going slow are the same fucking assholes who try to cut in line in a grocery store or convenience store, although cutting in line, not convenient for the person you cut in front of. They're the same people who will do that and get upset because they can feel your breath on the nape of your neck. The nape of their neck. Sorry. Gosh. I fucking hate these people. I have so many fucking people who will see me coming. Just see me flying because Travi Pie's got to get to work. And uh, they just cut in front of me. And then they go either the speed limit or literally fucking five to ten miles under it in the fast lane. Hey, man, do you know what the word fast means? Because I'm going to ram you off the road one day and it's going to ruin my life because then... Travi's gonna go to jail again and he didn't like it very much the first fucking time he went that actually leads me to another thought I had I had this small little just this little, little tiny thought you know this little, little baby thought this thought of when you go to jail how your thoughts and instincts change <laughs> I thought I was so bougie because when they would take orders for commissary, I would order packaged tuna fish. Not the cans, you know, because you can't have anything to open them. But packaged tuna fish. Still fresh, guys. Packaged. 
uh, and it was the good brand, you know, and I don't even remember how much it fucking cost, but I think it was probably like four fucking five bucks for that package. Um, and you could probably get it for like a dollar at the store. Uh, so I thought I was bougie cause I would order packaged tuna fish and sticky buns and, uh, like the hostess cupcakes. Oh, and head and shoulder shampoo from commissary because they give you this fucking hand soap or not hand soap, just a bar of soap. When you go in, um, first of all, your towels, they give you, they obviously want to make it so you can't hang your fucking self. But hey, man, I had to use like fucking eight to get dry. <laughs> they fucking give you like hand towels that your dad would use when you're a kid to clean up oil in the fucking garage. And they're fucking they're so spiky and hard because they just get rewashed and shit. This is why people get fucking diseases in jail, man. Oh, my God. But I, I got head and shoulders shampoo. And I would wash with that because, uh, I would use the, I started, I was using the soap that they give you and I was scratching so fucking much. I had fucking rashes under my armpits and, uh, oh my God, it was fucking horrible. Oh, it sucked so much. Um, we used to make jokes, me and a couple other guys in there that when I would scratch my fucking armpits, I would scratch it so much that the guys would get up and it would look like there was fresh snow on the ground uh, because of all the flakes of skin. Obviously, there weren't flakes of skin, but, you know, it's a joke. <sighs> but it's just funny because I thought I was bougie as shit because I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm using fucking head and shoulder shampoo. I'm going to clean my fucking balls with this. And then I thought I was fucking cool because, uh, you know, we get dinner or something. And, uh, you know, the whole time I was in jail, I think there was only one like good thing I ate. I don't, it was either the corn. Nope. The corn dogs made me throw up. The corn dogs made me sick guys. Uh, yeah. The corn dogs without sticks. Cause you could kill someone with those. Um, God, what was it that fucking was good? I don't even remember. It was so fucking long ago. It's been fucking, what year was that? 2008? I went to jail? Oh my god, it was 2008. Oh man, I was just a little baby. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I thought I was so fucking bougie. I'm out here with my fucking stuff. I'll throw, my, I'll throw a sticky bun on the fucking tray, and I'm just like, that's right, bitches. It's my sticky bun. Next to my horrible potatoes. And whatever this is that they call salad with no dressing and an orange and a bag of chips. Hey, jail. I can't really say anything because it was my fault that I went there. Okay. That's my bad. You know, when every, every time someone talks about fucking drinking or smoking anything, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm good, guys. Don't need to hear it. Don't care at all. I'm good. I was thinking about that the other day because this guy at work loves to tell, you know, his drunk stories and everything. And I, I simply don't give a fuck. I don't care that you changed your fucking brain work in there. You know what I'm saying? You rewired some shit with some alcohol and had a fun fucking time. 
I also used to drink all the time, uh, you know, when I was younger and it was fun, but that's a young man's game. Also, I would literally rather sit and talk about kids now that I'm a father than talk about any of your fucking drunk stories, especially if they're over 10 years old from fucking high school. I don't care. Also, don't tell me your fucking sex stories. The furthest I will go in talking about sex is usually what I did a little earlier when I said my wife and I made sweet passions because I think that's silly and it's fun to say, but I don't want to hear about your fucking sex stories. I don't care at all. I, (laughs) I realize I don't like so much shit. You know what I mean? I don't like so much shit. Speaking of shit, I fucking hate shit or fart conversations or jokes hate it so much. I fucking hate it so much. One of my favorite fucking podcasts on the planet is your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura and Chrissy fucking P main mommies. Okay. I'm so happy they moved away from a lot of shit and fart content because I used to fucking fast forward. My finger was bloody pushing on that fast forward button hated it. (laughs) Also, that's a podcast you cannot fucking listen to at work if you work in an office because that shit will just fucking make people think you're watching porn or something horrible. It's funny, but it, you, you gotta be a brave boy to listen to that one. Uh, but I fucking, I hate those so much. We're going to call this the hate cast today. Oh, what was the, oh my God. Okay. Hold guys. There's a couple other things I hate and I'm going to talk about the first one. I put this in my story the other day too, but Hey, dudes at the gym, stop wearing cologne. Tinder is for picking up ladies, not the fucking gym. I know in your head, you're like, oh, I'm going to get someone because I smell fucking great. You are overpowering everything. Stop wearing cologne to the fucking gym. Just now this is going to be hard for you guys. Shower. Just shower. Are we 14 years old? And skipping showers and thinking spraying a bunch of smelly shit is going to make your stink go away? No. We're in our 30s. We're in our 40s. Hey, guys, this motherfucker had to have been in his 50s. Take a shower. It's that easy. It's like I'm trying to work my back in a fucking Macy's perfume section. I take not one, but two dose for my Spanish speaking listeners. Showers a fucking day so you don't have to smell me. One of my biggest things is trying not to stink around people. 
I don't want to inconvenience anyone with my stench. Especially at the gym when you're all sweaty and everything. Stop wearing cologne. It's aggravating. And that's my piece on cologne, guys. That's not sponsored by anyone but Anchor. Because your fucking cologne is weighing me down. Little little, little anchor joke for you guys. Another thing I fucking hate is when I look in the comment section of things and that I listen to or like, and people have to go in there and say things such as, I fucking hate when people, or like when, oh fuck, okay, sorry. When people, they will, they will comment and say, people still, and then insert generic bullshit. People still listen to this show? People still watch this show? People still comment on Instagram? People still use fucking Facebook? People still use banks? People still watch movies? People still go to movie theaters? People still drive cars? People still have kids? People don't eat ass? Hey man, I'm never eating ass. Your asshole? Never touching it. Not going near that little spot on your body. Not doing it. Oh, oh. That guy doesn't eat ass. Oh, cool, man. My tongue is not licking where your shit comes out. You understand that? Because shit comes out of there. Oh, he's a pansy. He won't eat ass. Cool. My diet consists of other things besides ass eating. Hey, guys, not going to fucking do it. You know what doesn't work on Travi? Peer pressure. Not doing it, guys. Uh, okay, I'm not doing it. It's just not happening because assholes are fucking gross. And that's how I felt since I was a child because I don't like shit jokes, fucking fart jokes, or fucking going near assholes. Maybe there's a fucking theme here, guys. <sighs> so anyway, I hate when people comment shit like that on stuff because... Obviously, this person with a million followers on Instagram and they get 500,000 to close to a million downloads on their podcasts. Obviously, people are listening to it. You just want to be the cool guy who says things, you know, like, oh, my God, people still listen to this shit. It's like, hey, fuckface, you just come here to, to deliver that great content. We only post content now, I swear to God, to divide. Not everybody, because none of my shit is to divide people. Mine is to be silly goose. But most things that I see end up dividing people, and then you just have arguments in the comment section. Now, this is not fucking new news, guys. It's just aggravating. It's so aggravating. But... What are we going to do? You know what I mean? Because I also like being confrontational. Although I will say this. I don't usually argue with people in comment sections. I just basically chill. They get defensive about something and I'm just calm, cool, and collect. Uh, like I commented on this wrestling post uh, a while ago uh, about a wrestler. And I was like, man, uh, you know, 
that company kind of wasted that wrestler. And they're like, oh, yeah, this guy literally commented back. I just, I like to comment on people's stuff to, you know, give them some fucking, it, it brings attention to their posts and uh, helps them know that people are kind of contributing to what they're doing. So I commented, uh, I commented that and someone commented immediately after and they're like, oh yeah, because he was champion and blah, 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 and said all this shit. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I mean, it's pro wrestling. Let's not take it too seriously. You know what I mean? It's just a fun thing for, for us to watch. Uh, and I just commented back and said something non-confrontational and he commented back and was like, nice. And he was like, wow, thanks for not getting, you know, defensive, like those other fanboys and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, that wrestler's career, it's not my career. I don't fucking care. He entertains me, you know? I don't I don't have to get upset. There's a lesson here, guys. You don't have to get upset at things. You can just move on. That's something I've been trying to work on for a while because in my life, in my personal life, uh, I tend to get upset about things that I could easily move on from. So we're still working on ourselves, you know what I'm saying? It's fine, guys. It's it's fucking it's fine. Uh, just a quick shout out to um, the Bombastic, you know, podcast with Elisa. Uh, she did a did a, a swap cast with uh, Antisocial Butterfly podcast, and thanks for the invite podcast. And uh, she mentioned doing a podcast out in the woods, and then I thought to myself, wow that would actually be a really cool idea because my buddy and I, well, we used to go fucking hiking until, you know, his work schedule, shit going on in my life, the fucking heat, um, all these things kind of get in the fucking way. But, uh, but yeah, uh, she had mentioned doing a podcast out in the woods and I thought that was a great idea until I remembered guys. Oh yeah. Hey Travis, you're out of breath walking while in the woods every time. Not just all the time. Every time. Every time you're out there. Oh, is that a slightly steep hill? Are you about to walk that? No, no, no. You're about to struggle with that. That's fine. Also bears. You know what I mean? Elisa's brave. Bears. Actually, I say that, and I used to fucking go hiking all the time. I never saw one goddamn bear. That was always my goal. There was this one... Okay, I went on a hike by myself one time, and it was in this place called Indian Heaven Meadows, I think it is. Um, I went up there by myself, and I chose that one because in one of the pictures someone took, it was a zoomed-in picture because I, I'm on the All Trails app, and, you know, you can take pictures and post them so people get a vibe of what the hike's like. Someone took a picture uh, and they zoomed in and then they posted it of a fucking bear, you know, doing his little his little stretch dance on the trees. And then they get the little claws in there. And uh, I'm like, oh, for fucking sure, I'm going to this one. Went by myself. By myself, guys. And... Here's a shit thing. I had to poo in the woods by myself. And here's another thing. Have you ever felt like something or someone is watching you? And then you turn around and someone is actually watching you? I didn't see an animal. But I was doing this hike by myself. And I 1000% 
felt like something was following me. Not at first. Uh, I think my when I did the hike by myself, because my buddy and I did it, we did it twice and I did it once by myself. Because one time we went and there was snow and we couldn't make it through. Another time we went and we went all the way to the fucking lake that's there. Um, but when I went by myself, I swear to God, I'm walking and I'm like, like, I just stop at one point. I don't hear anything. I just stop. And I'm like, I get like those, those fucking goosebumps on the back of your neck, on the nape of your neck, as I said earlier. Uh, and I'm standing there feeling like something is fucking watching me. I don't hear anything besides the wonderful wilderness. But I 100% felt like that. And then I walk a little further. And it just, it won't go away, this feeling. And then I walk a little bit further. And I just stop. And I'm like, this is the creepiest vibe I've ever fucking had. It is exactly that same vibe of when you're standing there and you feel like someone's watching you, you turn and they're looking at you. That's exactly how this felt. Burped. I apologize. So then I turned around and I went back to the car because Travi doesn't have a gun because Travi's a felon because we went over that already. Travi's the candy thief. I'm the candy killer guys. I killed that candy. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so I thought it was a great idea and they did a great episode. I'm not all the way through it. Um, cause unfortunately longer episodes, even of my favorite fucking podcast, which I really like her podcast a lot. I think she does a great podcast, but like the, the fucking really famous ones that I've been listening to longer than all these indie ones. If they have a super, super long episode, Lately, with how my fucking life is, it's like I can't get through it all, and it fucking sucks. Also, guys, literally right this second, I felt the temperature outside go up because my head immediately started sweating. Fun. Remember the last episode when I got really fucking cranky when it was hot? Oh, guys, that's what's going to happen now, I think. Man. Uh, So the other morning, I was leaving my place to go to the gym, and I'm about to get in my truck. I see this woman, not a very big woman, a little tall for, for a lady, um, for a lady. Uh, that was a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts. Um, a little tall, maybe, but not very big walking her dog. Well, her dog was on a leash behind her and the leash was around her waist. And in both hands of this broad was a big end table. One of those old school end tables that you know are fucking heavy for no reason. And she was walking it from her place all the way down to the dumpster. And when I tell you she was struggling, it might be an understatement. She looked like one of those strong men competitors when they carry the big boulder. That's what she was looking like to me. So I see her struggling along, carrying this heavy-ass old-school fucking end table. I can tell it's heavy just by looking at it. But I'm watching her, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting in my truck. I should just tell her to, I'll, you know, I'll throw it in the bed, and then I'll take it down there for her. Uh, and I was about to say that. And then I thought, now this is going to sound shitty, but whatever, fuck you. And then I thought, well, she's really booking it. I mean, she's really killing it, moving this thing right now. Uh, and she's not a big lady, but she must work her back hard at the gym because that has to fucking hurt. Uh, so she, as she was passing Travi, I also noticed she didn't have as many teeth as you're supposed to have. So my first thought was, oh, no, maybe she's on meth. <laughs> 
And then I'm like, oh, is this that meth strength you're all always talking about? So I, <laughs> you know, I think, well, I'm all about equality. I know she would hate if I asked to help her right now. She would tell me she does not need no man and that she can do this on her own. So what did I do? I I just watched her, guys. I watched her all the way because she didn't even stop to fucking rest. She didn't even stop to take a fucking break. That's the goddamn face of fucking feminism. I mean, she walked down like two flights of fucking stairs and the length of a football field with no break and her best friend leashed up around her waist impressive shit guys oh my god it was so impressive and um i do feel bad i do feel bad that i didn't help her but also i wouldn't have this fucking story for you this little treat this little dish i just served up wouldn't have it for you to nibble on if i'd have helped her also she's never once said hi to me and that's just rude Anyway, uh, so, uh, hold on, let me check how long I've done. Oh, shit, I've already done fucking 27 minutes? Okay, well, okay, okay, cool. Um, I guess I'll just talk about this one last thing, and then, uh, actually, I got two fucking things. Uh, we'll see how much time I do after this, okay, guys? Uh, I was thinking about this, and no one fucking respects adult sensory issues. I have quite a few. And I never understood why I had them or how I, why I felt the way I did until I found out I, I was autistic. But if I were to say something like, the smell of that is making me nauseous and I can't think or concentrate, I'd be met with, oh, suck it up, pussy. You know, it, all we ever hear is suck it up. Hey, why the fuck do you think I'm as fucked up as it is? Too much emotional sucking and it shuts down my fucking system. When you spend time as an adult shutting down a child, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? You're destroying parts of a small growing machine. If you keep taking nuts and bolts out, eventually the goddamn machine falls the fuck apart. And then you sit there denying your fucking part and saying shit like, I don't understand why they're this way. Of course you fucking don't. Because you mimicked fucking behavior instead of doing the right fucking thing. Let me tell you something. Seeing stars from a fucking slap across your face as a fucking child doesn't lead you to searching for stars in the sky. It leads you to taking it further, closing your fist and hitting someone else. You can't neglect changing the oil and expect a fucking car to run correctly. Do you need any more fucking analogies before you understand that patience goes a lot further than dismissal and right hooks? I don't understand this and I never have. 
I under I understand the part where you get really fucking frustrated. But most of the time, like throughout the years, I say most parenting has been frustration leads to violence instead of patience. I don't under like the other day my son ran up and bit me in the ass. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but at the time was fucking not, it was during one of his fucking meltdowns and he bit me in the ass because he keeps biting us lately. And it's, he's, I'm not even going to get into that, but yeah. So he bit me and my first instinct, which is what I did. I swung back to like swat the pain away because that's kind of the first thing you fucking do. And I smacked him in the arm and I didn't fucking mean to smack him in the arm. And it left a little mark on his arm that went away very shortly, just like a red mark. And I felt fucking horrible. I felt like the biggest piece of shit on the fucking planet. Because then he runs away saying, ouchie, ouchie, and runs in the corner and looks at me like I'm going to fucking kill him. Do you get how shitty that made me feel? The fucking, like... It made me feel like the biggest piece of shit on the planet. The biggest piece of shit on the fucking planet. I still feel horrible. I almost cried. I feel fucking terrible. I mean, I try not to blame myself because of the fucking instinct. Is I didn't know he ran up behind me and then just something really hard. And he did, it's not a fucking nibble. He bites. Bites down like a fucking beaver in wood. And it fucking hurts, guys. And... Uh, you know, shit like that is not my proud. And I'm a great dad. You know, I know I am, but the last few weeks I've been having the worst fucking time with patients because our schedules switched up and, you know, trying to fucking get him okay with it has been a little bit difficult and, uh, but he's working on it and he's doing his best. So it, uh, but it's been really rough and my patience has been gone. And what I haven't done is punch my son in the fucking face for it. I mean, just a lump, like, I don't get how you can hit your kid in the face, look at their little beautiful face, and then be okay with that. Like, another time he bit me, I had to grab his fucking hair off of me. Like, I grabbed his hair immediately to pull him off of me. I didn't hold it very long. My wife chastised me for it, rightfully so. But I had to pull his fucking head off me because he bit my fucking shoulder. And uh, um, then I just laid him down and fucking walked away. And I didn't fucking take him like I'm not fucking yanking him off or fucking smacking him for it. Like, it's just fucking it is. It's hard to be a fucking parent. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it uh, it's been really fucking tough lately. Um, but the nice thing is, you know, I'm not sitting there punching my fucking kid in the face or slapping him or doing any of that. We try to be as patient as fucking possible. Can I tell you the cutest fucking thing in the world? The cutest thing in the world is not seeing, because we had the pandemic last year. So I, we stopped seeing our son around other kids, but we, he, he went to school and now he goes to ABA during the summer. Um, so he was around other kids, and but we never saw it. We never saw him around other kids. We never saw how he acts around other kids. Honestly, the last time we did, it wasn't the best behavior. Um, or he would just kind of ignore them. So 
one of my wife's friends, she's extremely sweet and a good mom. She is watching our son on Fridays now. So they came over for the first time yesterday and uh, like we pull up because we went to speech therapy. We pull up and I back in and I get out and Alistair kind of has a grumpy face because it's kind of hot and my fucking AC in my truck, it's out. Anyway, um, he gets so excited and then the little girl runs to my front door and she's like, I'll open it. And it was locked, obviously. And Alistair like runs up to the door too and like is like looking at her and kind of smiling. And then like he like grabs the door like he's gonna show her, you know, how to open it and uh lead us all in. And I unlock it and then he opens it for everyone, and then I hold it open, and it's so fucking cute. And he's running around the happiest I've seen him in fucking weeks. Like, I mean, he's been really happy, but I mean, this kind of joy when he was around another little kid was a joy we haven't seen in a long time because, or ever, like I've never seen him interact with a kid, um, at this age and after so much work at school and ABA and everything. So he's like sitting there, like he doesn't like, he'll talk, but you can't fully understand what he's saying when he says a full sentence and he was like having full sentence conversations with her. Like he would like say a full sentence or he would say it to me or my wife's friend. And Oh my God, man, he brought her toys. And actually we used to babysit. Well, my wife used to babysit her, uh, years ago when they were younger and like Alistair didn't really care about her being there or would get upset when she had my wife's attention um, didn't want to share his toys with her. And now he's like bringing her toys and everything. I mean, I don't know. We were, ah, oh, it was so great. It made me so fucking happy that I took longer to leave because I'm like just watching it, observing. It was so great. I was so happy watching this. I don't think I can stress that enough. I was so fucking happy watching this. Um, and then, of course, I traumatized myself with the time I uh, grabbed my son's hair to get his teeth off of me and uh, also turned around or smacked him from behind uh, and uh, made him cry, you know, because I hit him on the arm, you know, just traumatizing myself and beating myself up for behavior that I never wanted to do, you know. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, be OK with having flaws and sometimes shit like that happens um, and knowing that he's going to love me, you know, and he's my son. Um, unless I start beating the shit out of him, you know, which won't fucking happen. But, uh, but yeah, I do this a lot and I'm sorry, but, uh, gosh, I, there's one more thing. I, I wonder if I can get through it quick. You know what? We'll cover it next episode. Uh, there was one other thing about crying that I wanted to talk about. Um, God, I hope this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a good episode or not. I'm feel I'm saying, you know what? Let's be real. Let's uncover ourselves here. Pull it back. I'm feeling insecure about this episode. I don't know why. I think it's because I rambled on a little bit, uh, got vulnerable about smacking my son and loving him forever. Um, and just other things. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling insecure about it. Um, I don't know. 
I'm also really fucking hot, guys. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You've seen pictures, of course. Uh, but we're talking weather. You know what I mean? So I know your jaws are on the ground thinking about me, but let's roll them back up. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Cool. Go follow my social media. You know, you know the whole gist. I really don't talk about my social media enough. Uh, please go follow. It's funny you'd say that podcast, but I have an idea that if you are listening to this, you probably already do, especially if you got through the whole fucking episode. You know what I'm saying? You're probably a fan. You're probably on social media. Yeah. So, um, cool. This is my awkward ending, guys. I'm going to leave you with this. Preach all the preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground, don't be true to your shit. Hey. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground, don't be true to your shit. Hey. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground, don't be true to your shit. Hey. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground, don't be true to your shit. Hey. Do it for the gram, babe.